Welcome to the Intuitive Eating and Body Positivity Podcast. I'm Terry and I'll be talking about all things intuitive eating, body positivity and health at every size, and shaking off weight stigma, diet culture and food rules so that we can all have a better relationship with food and our bodies. Hello, how are you? Um, do you know what? My ear is still popped from flying. You know when your ears go funny um, as you're either taking off or coming into land? My ears still feel like that. We're, <laughs> we're a week later now. Um, does it ever go away? Does it ever go away, please? It's a bit funny. But I've also got a cold and a bit of a cough, which is really annoying. Uh, so, yeah, it could be something to do with that, I guess. Anywho, how are you? Did you enjoy my tale of woe from last week? Did you? <laughs> what a blooming balmy situation that was. Blooming crazy. But, you know, it's all good. It's all good now. Right. What has been going on this week? Not an awful lot. I'm not going to lie. Um, back to the old day to day. Holiday feels like a distant memory. Oh, sad times. I'm gonna have to book another one, aren't I? <laughs> How are you? I hope you're well. I hope you're having good times. I hope everything is hunky dory, tickety boo, and all that. Right. Last week, I promised you uh, a chat this week about all inclusive, didn't I? Because I told you so much about my travel journeys that I didn't squeeze in everything I wanted to talk about, about going on holiday. So I did a few bits about the flight, didn't I? And I did some bits about being around the pool and stuff. But let's also talk about food, because food is a massive thing when you're on holiday. It's a big part of your holiday. I don't know about you, but when I go away, I always come back feeling like my life has revolved around eating, drinking, sightseeing and entertainment. And that is it. And sightseeing and entertainment is largely factored in around eating and drinking. But that's okay. We don't do guilt here, do we? It's okay. Because you're going on holiday for a rest, for replenishment, for something different, for experiences, and just to have a generally nice time. And we don't do guilt here. So we're not going to feel guilty for indulging while we're away. It's always something different. It's not what you'd have at home. And quite often, you know, you pay good money for an all-inclusive, don't you? So why shouldn't you enjoy it? So let's have a little look at that. Let's have a little look at that. all the different aspects of the all-inclusive and um, and how it feels. So first off, you get access to food all day, don't you, when you're on holiday? <laughs> uh, sure enough, from the time that I got up to the time I went to bed, I could have food. Um, so there is the issue of having food accessible all day. When you're at home, that's not always the case. You're busy, you've got things to do, you've got routine, you've got your day job, you can only eat at certain times of the day because of restrictions or you know, there's lots of different reasons. When you're on holiday and you're not doing an awful lot, you're just lounging around by the pool and things, that food being accessible all day can feel 
quite um, intimidating, overwhelming, that sort of thing. It can be quite scary if you've suddenly got access to all this food and you're not used to that or you have issues around food or you've been restricting food because you know what it's like, the old binge restrict pendulum, right? If you restrict and then all of a sudden you've got all this access to food, it might come bouncing back the other way and then you end up, um, what we would say is overeating. We don't use that term around here, do we? Overeating, because that implies that there is a limit of how much you should eat. Uh, But, you know, what we all feel like is overeating. That's what we end up doing when we're on holiday because we've gone from having restricted time, restricted amounts, restricted money maybe, restricted availability of foods, and now it's all there all there for you. So you kind of, you that pendulum swings from restriction through to um, just free for all. And you quite often go a little bit mental with all this food that's available. And that's fine. But it's to be expected. So when you've got access to it all day, you might be backwards and forwards to the buffet. Um, I know when we were away, we can get up and have this massive breakfast. And I mean massive. There was everything and lots of it. There was hot food. There was cold food. There was cereals and there was bread. And there was a live cooking station at every meal. You know, all these different options. And you look at it and you go, what am I going to have? I want it all. (laughs) I want it all. I want to try it all. And especially in those early days of holiday, it's um, it's a case of, well, I, I really want it all. I genuinely want it all. And I'm really hungry because, you know, we've been traveling or because I'm well rested or because I had a little bit too much to drink at my first day at the uh, all-inclusive bar. And now I need to soak it up. You know, there's lots of reasons why you might want to eat all that food. And just the sheer joy also of having all of this lovely, lovely food in front of you can mean that you just want to, just want to eat it. And that's fine. And also because it's food you don't usually have. I do not have Spanish omelette for breakfast every morning. That is for sure. When I was away, it was one of my favorite things to have because it's out of the norm and it's something different. It's something I really enjoy. So there's lots of reasons why you might want all this food. And that's fine. So part of the key here is to not go in with this attitude of, I need to not eat it all. Because immediately then you're telling your brain, nope, we're restricting. And then all you can think about is all the food you're not eating, right? So The thing with an all-inclusive, because I'm going to give you tips of how to deal with this, not just an experience of why you eat all the food, um, but tips on how to handle it. So you can still listen to how hungry you are whilst having this total flexibility. The all-inclusive does not have to be this big, scary thing. It can easily be a... um, just an option to try things, right? Let's just acknowledge that we're going to have the first couple of days (laughs) where we want to eat everything. 
and you want to try everything. And there's nothing wrong with that because you can feel your way around the buffet. You can see what bits you like and what you don't like. But you can still listen to how hungry you are, right? You can still think, how hungry am I? How big a breakfast do I want? How big a lunch do I want? How much cake from the coffee and cake in the afternoon do I want? Um, How big an evening meal do I want? How many desserts do I want? And yes, I did say that. How many desserts do I want? Because you don't have to have just one. So you can still pay attention to your body. You can still think about how hungry you are because, and here's the beauty of it, there is always more food. You know, we say this so often. Well, I say it all the time to my clients and on this podcast, don't I? That there's always more food, right? And this is part of the intuitive eating process is allowing yourself to stop eating because you've had enough, knowing full well that there is more if you want it. And this is perfect. The intu- the um, the all-you-can-eat, the all-inclusive is perfect for that because you can say, I've had enough. I'm not really that hungry or I'm really full now or I'm satisfied now because you know, you absolutely know that that food is there if you want to come back for more. That food is there if you want more. There is food there if you want food later in the day. There's there. I'm just like splattering over my words now, aren't I? That food is there again tomorrow. So if you have eaten enough today, but you really wanted to try the Spanish omelette, well, maybe have the Spanish omelette tomorrow because it's going to be there. So there is the unconditional permission to eat, isn't there? It's all there. It's totally flexible. So you can listen to how hungry you are. You can listen to how full and how satisfied you are because you know there's always going to be more food when you're ready for it. You don't have to cram it all in in one go because it's going to be there later. It allows you to think, you know, what kind of a start do I want to the day? So when I was on holiday, for example, some days we would set an alarm and get up for a big breakfast. Other days we would just lounge around and think, do you know what, we'll go for a smaller late breakfast and then we'll eat more food later in the day. It gives you the ability to do that. If you're the kind of person that wants to get up and have this big hearty breakfast, you can do that. If you want to just pick your way through breakfast and have more food later in the day, you can do that because there's always this abundance of food. So can you see already that having all this food around doesn't have to be overwhelming. It doesn't have to be scary. It can be opportunity to really see what's going on with your body and what you want to do. And it allows you to graze too, doesn't it? Because you don't have to have all the food in one go. It means you don't have to have a massive breakfast, a massive dinner and a massive tea. Because if you don't want to eat that much food at that time, you don't have to because the food is always there. So it also allows you to graze. It doesn't put the pressure on you to eat at those set times of day. It doesn't put the pressure on you to have a set amount of food because these are the allocated eating slots, you know? Maybe it allows you to break the norms of 
what time we should eat. Maybe it's a more natural way to eat. Quite often when we're at home, we're governed by what time we're able to eat. So we have to have breakfast before we go to work. Um, Maybe you can't eat at your desk, maybe you can. But lunchtime is usually an allocated time of the day. And evening meal is usually governed by what time you have available or what time the kids need feeding or what plans you've got, that sort of thing. So maybe the all-inclusive allows you to break the norms and allows you to feel it out with your body and decide what is a natural eating pattern for you. When does your body like eating? Would you know that right now? What does your body like to do at certain times of the day? And all-inclusive will allow you to do that because when you're hungry, you can just go get some food. (laughs) Simples. (laughs) Now, the flip side of this is if you're grazing all day or if you're eating massive meals or you're eating from the all-inclusive a lot through the day, you do run the risk of not being able to let yourself get hungry. Um, there were days when I was away where come the evening meal, I was like, oh God, we're eating again. (laughs) And then it doesn't really allow you to enjoy the food so much maybe because you just feel like you're eating because you have to eat. Um, so you do run the risk of not allowing yourself to get hungry, but that is something that you have to take, um, almost control of, I guess. You have to decide. You have a choice. Do you want to go and eat even though you're not very hungry? Are you going to be intuitive in your eating if you're not allowing yourself to feel your hunger and your fullness? Um, That's absolutely a decision that you make for yourself. No one is right. No one is wrong. But that's, you know, that's, that's the choice you make. That's the choice you make. It's so easy to ignore your hunger as well at these things because when you've got all this lovely food laid out, you can just overload your plate. So that's another easy thing to do when you're away. So maybe at the all-inclusive, you could try something slightly different. Instead of instead of picking up a plate and then walking your way along and putting bits on and putting bits on, maybe you have a wander around first, walk around the stations, see what's on offer see what you like the look of and what you don't like the look of. And that's not with a view to restricting what you're going to have and just choosing one or two select things. It is about not overloading your plate to start with, not putting everything on because, oh, you know what it's like. When you go to a buffet, especially, you start at one end of the table and you work your way to the end and you don't really know what's there. So you put something on your plate, then you put something else on your plate, then you put something else. By the time you get to the end of the buffet, you're like, oh, I really, really did want that. But now I've not no room on my plate and I'm never going to eat it all. Whereas if you take some time at the all-inclusive to wander around, have a look at the food, see what you like the look of, see what you might want to try. What you can do then is put a reasonable amount of food on your plate, eat it, enjoy it, and then go back for some more or go back for something different. It really does help you to gauge your hunger that way. You're not ignoring it. You're still giving yourself permission. You're still going to try those foods that you want to try. 
but it just means that you don't sit down with this mammoth pile of food on your plate, which is so easy done. And then feeling like you have to plow your way through it or, or something like that, you know? So have a wander around and then have a look at the stuff you want to try, see how much. And if there's lots of different dishes, then maybe you can decide that you'll just have a bit of this, a bit of that, a bit of the other so that you haven't deprived yourself. You have had it all, but not to a point where you're uncomfortably full. Doing that also helps you to not feel bad about food waste. How many times have you piled up a plate and then not been able to finish it? Things like buffets are terrible for that. Carveries, I'm terrible for that. Pile up my plate because it all looks so good. And then I I can't manage it. So by walking around the all-inclusive, what you do is you get to decide how hungry you are, what types of food you want, what takes your fancy, and then you can put an appropriate amount of food on your plate for the amount you're ready to eat or you feel like you could eat. And then even if you do leave some, it's not going to be as huge a food waste as if you piled it all up and then couldn't make your way through it. Food waste is a big issue for a lot of people with eating, um, eating, not eating disorders, but disordered eating, because we're quite often conditioned that we don't waste food, we don't leave food and we don't bin food because, you know, food is money and all that. So that's a nice way to minimize the food waste because you've given yourself the choice, you've put an appropriate amount of food on your plate and then there's not that much to waste, which is lovely. Also, let's talk puddings. Why are puddings abroad so totally different to puddings at home? They're always these little cakey things, aren't they? Little cakes, um, nice little mousses and things like that. Mousses, that sounds funny. (laughs) I mean, it is mousses, isn't it? You know, like bowls of mousse. Do you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Um, There's always nicely baked goods or there's always loads of uh, pastry type things. This holiday, do you know what what else was on the menu? Flumps. (laughs) Flumps. Not on the menu, I meant on the uh, pudding stand. So as she went round, there was all the cakes, all the bits and pieces. And then there was this section with bits and pieces. So sometimes there would be like a chocolate fondue or there would be something that would involve you sprinkling things, drizzling sauce, all that sort of thing. And there was always ice cream at the end. Oh, they have the best coconut ice cream. It was amazing. Actually, even their vanilla ice cream was awesome. But coconut ice cream, something else, especially when you're in a hot country and want something refreshing. Anyway, at the end of this table, there was always a bowl of flumps. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're just going to have to Google it. But they're like marshmallows, basically. But they're not marshmallow. They're different to marshmallow. Google it if you don't know what I'm talking about. But yeah, there was always these bowl of flumps. So I would, as I was walking around the pudding um, island, have a couple of flumps on the go. (laughs) I would, uh, you know, I'd have a munch on a couple of flumps as I was walking around. (laughs) But it's all a bit mad, isn't it? Because I don't buy flumps to have after my main meal at home. (laughs) I just don't. It's really odd, isn't it? Anyway. 
It's really easy to overdo the puddings, isn't it? Because again, you walk around, you're, you're like, I want one of them. I want one of them. I want one of them. I want some of that. I'll chuck some ice cream on top and there's a can of squirty cream. Uh, and before you know it, you have at least one heaped bowl of pudding. Yeah. Speaking from experience right here. Do you have them at home? No. Is it a treat? Yes. Is it a novelty? Yes. It's fine. You know, it is absolutely fine because even if you go overboard with the puddings while you're away, it ain't going to last forever, is it? It's really not. You have to pull this stuff in context. That week you're on holiday or two weeks you're on holiday is one or two weeks in your year quite often or couple of years quite often now. It's expensive going on holiday. So why shouldn't you? Why shouldn't you have all of the pudding? <laughs> um, yeah, don't worry about it. Another nice thing about the all-inclusive is it takes the thinking out of it. It takes the thinking out of food. It takes the thinking out of, out of preparation. It, it takes the pressure away from cooking, thinking about meals, meal planning, um, preparing, having everything, <clears throat> excuse me, ready when it needs to be ready, you know, just takes the pressure out. And you've heard me say many times before, I'm sure that I get so bored with cooking. I get so bored with meal planning. I get so bored with eating that it's really nice that somebody else is doing it, you know? And that's another way that you can think of the all-inclusive Somebody else is cooking for you for a week. Somebody else is preparing food that you might like. You don't have to think about it. You can just go see what you fancy, try something different if you like. Um, you know, there, is, there are real benefits to the all-inclusive. It doesn't all just have to be scary. Oh my goodness, how much am I eating? You know, there's lots of positives. You can see this week as a break, a break from the daily grind a break from having to be the wife, the mother, the the carer, whatever you are, you can see it as taking the pressure off for a bit, which is lovely. What about also seeing this as the opportunity to try new foods, try different fruits, try different fish, try different things that you have no idea what it is because it's not labeled in English. <laughs> um, there were so many different things on this all-inclusive for us this time that I've never tried before. And even if I knew what it was, maybe I just hadn't tried a lot of it. There were loads of different exotic fruits. There were loads of fruits that I just don't buy at home that it was lovely to have. It was just lovely to have them. Um, it was refreshing because of the weather, that sort of thing. And and, you know, that's what these things are, an opportunity to try different things. There was fish, loads of fish. We don't usually eat fish at home, not that much anyway. And we certainly don't try different types of fish. So to have the opportunity to try lots of different things is brilliant. And we're now going to probably have some of those fish at home now because now we've 
being able to try them and taste them and see what the texture's like, that sort of thing. It's really, really lovely to be able to do that. Especially for you if you are a very restricted eater. If you are very, very minimal in the types of food that you eat, this can be a really great opportunity for you to try things and expand your palate to find new foods that you might like to incorporate when you get home. It's brilliant. Uh, Even just mixing up meals, like I said, the Spanish omelette, I'd never dream of making that at home. Vegetables for breakfast is quite a bizarre concept, isn't it? But it's what I was doing on holiday. So maybe it's an opportunity also to mix up your meals, to introduce new foods, to figure out what you like the taste of. Maybe it's nice to have some different cultural learning in your meals as well, you know. Maybe it's an opportunity for you to see what works for you at various types times of the day. How much food you want to eat at certain times of the day. What food satisfies you at each time of the day. Having the Spanish omelette for me made for a really filling breakfast. And then I didn't need anything until later in the afternoon. That suited my body. So it's a good opportunity for you to feel it out and see what works for you. And eating in accordance with the weather is, of course, going to make a difference. I mean, that fruit was lovely because it was so hot. So fruit is juicy and it feels like it's got um, hydrating properties, you know. So there are lots of positives to be taken from an all-inclusive. It doesn't have to be just this scary expanse of food. And you do get used to it. You know, there's the whole habituation thing. Go back a few episodes. I did one on habituation. By the end of the holiday, I promise you, you are not going to be all about all of that food. So by the end of the holiday, how did it feel? For me, I was just like, oh God, more food. Um, And the novelty had worn off and I was happy to be reining it back in by the last few days. I didn't want to eat so much or so often. The novelty very much wore off. There was a bit of not wanting those foods anymore, but not also not knowing what I wanted because I'd had so many different types of foods. Nothing was off limits, so everything was satisfied, you know. So my tips are don't be scared of it. Go for it. Enjoy it. Make the most of it. Don't feel guilty for it. Just feel it out. See what works for you. See what quantities of food, what types of food work for your body but no guilt, right? These times are precious. The memories are precious. So go and enjoy your holiday guilt-free because it's wonderful. Holidays are just the best, right? Make your memories, enjoy your experiences, and a part of the experience is the food. So don't come home feeling full of guilt for the food you've eaten. Come home feeling like you've experienced some great food. And that is that. That's what I've got to say on that matter. (laughs) Right, next week I'm speaking to the very wonderful Gwen Dixon. I've recorded that episode. You are going to love it. I won't spoil it, but let me tell you, it's a completely different conversation to what we usually have on here. You are going to love her. (laughs) 